0: Sunday sermons from Trinity UMC in Lincoln, a podcast to help on the faith journey. Now onto this week's message from Pastor Jeff Slater. So I grew up in Wichita, Kansas, as many of you know, at East Heights United Methodist Church. The first question on the growth group sheet is, what's your earliest memory of church? And for me, it's there. It's going to East Heights. I have uh, something of a family connection there because my grandparents were just shy of being charter members at that church. And I remember going with my grandparents and uh, with uh, my mom. My dad was oftentimes playing music at other churches. uh, So he was there sometimes, though. Uh, But my early Memory of church are these big green pillars that were uh, that happened every few pews, and I always had to sit next to one of those pillars. Like it was a big deal to me to sit next to one of those pillars. And now that I'm a parent, <sighs> yeah. It, it, I'm sure they worked really hard to get me next to one of those big pillars. Let's just say that <laughs> lest they face the consequences. I also remember though the music in that church because that became part of my uh, part of my faith experience. There was a great organ and they always had a good organist of course, but the choir was so good. And I did not expect this. We did not plan this, but those uh, the, 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 the uh, responses that you played going into the prayer and after the scripture, that's just the kind of thing that they did all the time at my church growing up. And if any of you, if you didn't notice those were, uh, uh, didn't know it, those were written by our own Gene Henderson. But, you know, it was moments like that that gave me an experience of faith, faith through music that helped make me who I am. You know, I read once in a book that, um, that uh, there are, everybody's faith journey looks different. And you could, maybe you could draw it on a graph. It's a good exercise. Some people, now I don't think this is the most common, but some people, they go along, you know, may, pretty level. You know, maybe, they're, may, maybe it's a very slight incline. I'm trying to do a very slight incline as they go through their life, and then something happens. There's a breakthrough moment. You know, uh, oftentimes you hear about born-again Christians that have a born-again experience or something like that, uh, but where, where their faith grows all at once. Maybe they have some crisis in their life or rock bottom even or something like that and afterwards grow, and then maybe it's reasonably level for the rest of their life. That's a, a good faith journey. Uh, there are some who have more than one moment like that. You know, maybe they have a couple of jumps up. I think it's more common, though, for us to have surges in our growth. So maybe we grow a little bit. You know, we, uh, if you're raised in the church, maybe you go to Sunday school, maybe a certain teacher really connects with you and you have a moment that surges up a little bit and another moment that surges a little bit later. Uh, maybe there's a time like confirmation where you claim it for your own and it's another surge in your own growth. I, I think that's what it was for me. If I'm honest, when I was in college, uh, I was a choir director uh, at a church while I was in college, while I was a music major and so like, I had to be at church every Sunday, right? But if I'm honest, I don't think I connected as deeply as I might have during those college years. I might even draw my graph as going down just a little bit because I cared more about the music than I did about what God was doing through it, right? But more surges followed. And so many of us have uh, journeys like that, and they're they're all good. I mean, all of our lives, uh, uh, all of us proceed in our faith in a different way, but sometimes it's good to name those moments like that. Our scripture today was a letter written from the apostle Paul to Timothy. Timothy uh, was a young man at this point who was growing in his own ministry, becoming an apostle in his own right, and Paul writes him this encouraging letter. Oh, by the way, one of my moments of growth was uh, when I was in high school and I just on a whim uh, uh, found one of those little plans where you check off the boxes and read through the entire Bible and I I brought this today because this is the one. Can anybody name the decade? I got one. That, That would be the 90s. Yep, that would be the 90s. Yep, okay. Anyway, <laughs> I thought I'd bring it today just for a little uh, personal nostalgia. But uh, here is what Paul says to Timothy, what he writes. I thank God whom I serve as my forefathers did with a clear conscience, night and day as I constantly remember you in my prayers, Timothy. Recalling your tears… Hmm? So, Timothy's journey wasn't always easy, was it? No one's is. Recalling your tears, I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy. I have been reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you also. So, in the case of Timothy, Most of what he knows of God came from his mother and from his grandmother. Now, that's not so different than my own journey. But I think it's also worth saying that Lois and Eunice, his mother and grandmother, weren't the only ones that poured into Timothy's life. Paul himself did, right? There were those that were in his family, but there were also also those from outside. Paul apparently, clearly, became a mentor to Timothy, helping him to see God in new ways and even uh, even more deeply. And he says, for this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God. You know, it's like an ember. And sometimes that ember can grow a little cool, but it needs more oxygen. Anybody else here uh, echoes of the Holy Spirit here with images of wind and of fire? For this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God did not give us the spirit of timidity, faith should not be timid, but a spirit of power, of love, and of self-discipline. You know, this is Confirmation Sunday. Uh, actually we do confirmation over two Sundays uh, we started it last Sunday Easter Sunday uh, morning uh, this was a, a tradition that started over uh, uh, during the pandemic but I think it's going to stick because' it's, it, it's become really beautiful uh, there's a, a long tradition in the church of welcoming new members uh, on Easter Sunday uh, a history that goes way back to the earliest of Christians and so on Easter Sunday uh, at sunrise uh, the confirmands uh, gathered and we uh, had our confirmation ceremony, but here's the thing, it's not complete until the entire church has welcomed Him, until the entire church has said that you are one of us. So what we're doing this morning is, by video, bringing last Sunday's confirmation service into our worship so that we, can ex- we all can experience it and we all can be part of it and we can all say, amen, yes, you are part of us in a new and full way because it helps to have a moment of recognizing your faith as you grow up, to naming all the surges that have come along the years, and to saying that, yes, my faith is my own. So, let's join last week's confirmation service, and we have one more confirmand who's here this morning, and she will come up and join us at the end. Let's do it. Well, it is sunrise on Easter morning, and it's a little bit chilly outside, so this year we're doing it in the gathering area in front of uh, the Martha's Cross art, and I am here with almost all of our confirmands who have been going through a class for this past, uh, 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 these past months to learn more about faith and to claim what it is. The way I like to talk about uh, confirmation and baptism, because confirmation is the completion of baptism, is that there are three promises involved. One of them is God's promise to love us and to walk with us all of our life. Now, that promise is true whether we know it or not. Frankly, that promise is true whether we want it or not. God, it's like a perfect parent. God loves us uh, no matter what. So that's that's the first promise. The second promise is our promise to walk with God. And in our baptism, we make that promise that we're going to walk with God every day of our life. Uh, the, uh, the problem is, though, uh, that it's good to be baptized when you're a baby, when you're an infant, but you can't, you can't make that promise yet, right? So instead, your uh, family and your church promises to, uh, to, that as you grow up, they'll share with you the love of Christ and help you know that until you can claim that promise for yourself. And that's what confirmation is about. And everybody does that at a different age. You know, many of you I know have been walking, have been, have been living that promise uh, already for years. However, it's good to have a moment. It's good to have a moment of recognizing it, of realizing it, and to know that yeah, it's real. God does love me and I really do walk with God. Uh, and just so I can finish my thought, the third promise then is the congregation, the church's promise, not just this church, but every church's promise to include you in their midst, to be part of the body of Christ. Uh, and that's the promise that, well, it happens a little bit here with, uh, with all of our family who is uh, gathered with us, but it'll happen even more so when, when we uh, celebrate this in church next Sunday, uh, or, or for those of you listening, this Sunday, right? See what I did there? Time travel. Okay. Thank you for the kind courtesy laugh. I appreciate it. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to start with the uh, historic questions that are asked of everyone who joins and has been since the days of John Wesley, and the questions go even further back than that, really. And they're this. On behalf of the church, I ask you, do you renounce the spiritual forces of wickedness, reject the evil powers of this world, and repent of your sin? If so, then say, I do. I do. Do you accept the freedom and power God gives you to resist evil, injustice, and oppression in whatever forms they present themselves? If so, then say, I do. I do. Do you confess Jesus Christ as your Savior, put your whole trust in His grace, and promise to serve Him as your Lord in union with the church which Christ has opened to people of all ages, nations, and races? If so, then say, I do. I do. And according to the grace given to you, will you remain faithful members of Christ's Holy Church and serve as Christ's representatives in the world? This is the tricky one. If so, then say, I will. I, will. <laughs> I make a joke about the grammar, but it's a good promise that, uh, to be part of the church and to, uh, to support all that God is doing. And so I ask all of you who are here and uh, all of you uh, by video uh, next Sunday do you, as Christ's body, of the church, reaffirm both your rejection of sin and your commitment to Christ? If so, then say, We do. We do. Uh, okay, so you all can uh, move off to the side here, except for McKinley. Why don't you stay up? And you can uh, come to the kneeler. Just kneel. McKinley Schroeder, may you be confirmed in your faith and may you know that God's Spirit moves powerfully in you every one of your days. Amen. All right. That's it. That's it. Chloe Berry. (laughs) Come on in. Come on in. (laughs) All right. You can lay on hands if you like. Chloe Berry, may God's spirit move powerfully in you and may you know it. May you hear God's call in everything that you do and may you walk in the light of faith. Amen. All right. Uh, Tabitha Crawford. Tabitha, may God's spirit move powerfully in you every day of your life. May you know it. May you hear God's call. And may you walk with your brothers and sisters in Christ in all that you do. Amen. Rhiannon Jensen. Come on up. All right. Rhiannon, may God's Spirit move powerfully in you today and every day. May you know that God walks with you. And may you walk with your brothers and sisters of Christ in the ways of faith every day of your life. Amen. Maddie Kodik. You were behind the pillar for a second. I couldn't find you. (laughs) <laughs> there we go. All right, Maddie. May you know that God's Spirit is with you and in you and beside you. May you walk in God's ways, hear God's call, and know it every moment of your life. Amen. All right, Evan Marshall. As he comes up, let me just say thank you to all of our mentors. Many of those who you see coming up uh, as part of the confirmation process have been uh, working with and talking with and answering questions. They're the smart ones, you know. So, <laughs> All right. Evan, may God's Spirit move powerfully in you. May you know God's presence with you every moment of your journey. And when you doubt it, as we all do, may you know that we all walk with you. Amen. All right. Gracie Schumann. Right. Gracie, may you be filled with God's spirit as indeed you already are. May you know God's presence with you, and may you walk faithfully every day of your life. Amen. And Ali works. All right. Ali, may you know God's Spirit is with you. May you be confirmed in your faith, and may you walk with God in everything that you do. Amen. And now, Alexis Party, who was unable to be here last Sunday, but I'm so glad is able to be here today. And let me also add that the shawls that you see in each of these are were made by our knitters, and they are prayer shawls. They've been prayed over. Um, uh, it, you can think of it almost as being hugged by prayer and being surrounded. All right. If you all can't reach, you're welcome to lay hands on one another, just the closest shoulder you can find. Come on up. All right. Alexis party. may God's spirit fill you. May you walk with God every day of your life. May you sense his call, and may you know that God is with you. Amen. And now, I will say to the entire congregation, Members of the household of God, I commend these persons to your love and care. Do all in your power to increase their faith, confirm their hope, and perfect them in love. We give thanks for all that God has already given you, and we welcome you in Christian love. We renew our covenant faithfully to participate in the ministries of the church by our prayers, our presence, our gifts, our service, and our witness that in everything, God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. And I think it is most appropriate to offer a hand clap of praise, as the psalmist might say, for all that we have seen. And now, in the spirit of time travel again, would you join past me in a prayer? Oh God. Thank you for each one of these uh, young people who've come before us and you today. May you confirm their faith. May they know that you are with them. And uh, as I said with at least one of them, when those days of doubt and struggle come, may they know that all of us walk beside them, and you most of all. We pray it in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for joining us for this week's Sunday Sermon. For more information on growth groups or how to more fully embrace the life of faith, visit us at www.trinitylincoln.org.